Монголын дуу хоолой радио ярьж байна. The Voice of Mongolia in English is speaking. Welcome to the Voice of Mongolia in English, which comes to you from Ulaanbaatar, the capital city of Mongolia. This half-hour transmission can be heard in Southeast Asia at 900 UTC on 12085 kHz and in Europe at 1430 UTC at 12015 kHz shortwave. You can also visit our website at www.vom.imen/en and listen to an online version of our daily broadcast. Welcome to Voice of Mongolia. I'm your host, Mukhchung. Today, Robert and I will co-host the Mailbox program once again. Before we introduce some of your letters, we will update you on the recent news in Mongolia. So, please stay with us. The 7th Youth Wing meeting of the International Conference of Asian Political Parties held in Ulaanbaatar. The conference was being held under the motto We Say Yes to Youth in Parliament from 23 to 26 of February. At the meeting, the young leaders of 15 parties from 12 countries such as Azerbaijan, Cambodia, Indonesia, Iran, Kazakhstan, Korea, Laos, Malaysia, Russia, Turkey, Vietnam, and Uzbekistan delivered keynote speeches and openly shared the experience of their country. The main issue is that the low representation of young people taking up only 2% in decision-making roles, both globally and in specific countries like Mongolia, highlights a significant challenge in ensuring diverse perspectives and voices are included in the political landscape. Encouraging the participation and leadership of young individuals is crucial for fostering innovation, addressing contemporary issues, and creating a more inclusive political environment. notably addressed by representatives. In Mongolia, 60% of the population are young people under the age of 40, but their participation at the decision-making level is less than 10%. The young people of the Asia-Pacific countries are united in their opinion that supporting the participation and political leadership of young people and mobilizing their energy and spirit for unity and development is the desire and solution of every country. Mongolia tightens regulation on selling e-cigarettes to minors. According to officials, the new rule on selling e-cigarettes will take effect immediately. It has been reported that in recent years, e-cigarettes have become more popular among Mongolian teenagers aged 13 to 15. In response to this trend, the capital city's mayor, Nyambatar, has issued a ban on selling e-cigarette products to those under the age of 18. 
According to a survey conducted by the Ulaanbaatar Department of Education, there are at least 9,000 schoolchildren in Ulaanbaatar who are using e-cigarettes. Among them, male students account for 77 and female for about 23%. Businesses and individuals who violate the new regulations will face administrative penalties and in severe cases, the company's operation may be suspended. This is also to prevent the sale of similar products to minors. Korea-Mongolia flights to growing in number. Korea's Ministry of Land, Infrastructure and Transport said Sunday it has agreed with its Mongolian counterpart to increase the number of flights connecting to two countries amid rising demand. Korea will expand flight operations to include two additional airports in addition to its five existing locations, according to the ministry. The decision will allow the government to review requests from domestic airlines that wish to launch new flights from Jeju International Airport and Yangyang International Airport in Yangyang County, Gangwon. Korea and Mongolia will increase the number of flights departing from Gimbe Airport near Busan from the current six per week to nine. The nations have also agreed to remove size limits for aircraft departing from regional airports, which were previously restricted to 200 seats. For the peak season, which runs from June to August, the two countries agreed to lift the seat cap to at least 10,800 per week from the previous 9,000. The parties also discussed fully lifting the cap on flight numbers. Sources said they failed to reach an agreement as Mongolia expressed concerns over Korean carriers dominating the market. The number of travelers between the two countries has increased significantly in recent months, according to the government data. Kazakhstan plans to export 18 tons of coarse wool to Mongolia. The Minister of Water Resources, Agriculture and Processing Industry of Kazakhstan, Bakit Torebayev, held a meeting with the ambassador of Mongolia to Kyrgyzstan, Ganhoyek Sotnum. The parties discussed the prospects of developing the cooperation between the countries in the fields of agriculture, processing industry and promotion of local agricultural products on the Mongolian market. The Kiki's minister noted that their side is ready to export 18 tons of coarse wool to Mongolia for further processing into organic fertilizer. Special attention was paid to the issues of veterinary safety and quality control of products of animal origin. The signing of a memorandum of understanding between the veterinary service and the main department of veterinary services of the executive agency of the Mongolian government in the field of veterinary services was discussed. The document will lay the foundation for effective cooperation in the field of veterinary control and information exchange, contributing to ensuring a high standard of quality and safety of products of animal origin in both countries. The parties expressed their readiness to deepen cooperation and actively develop partnerships in these areas. That's all for today's news. Now, before we review our listeners' mails, let us take a short musical break.
Welcome back, listeners. You are listening to Voice of Mongolia. We will now review our mailbox for this week, looking at the listeners' reports and feedback we have received for the last week. We will review the emails and also answer some questions if our listeners have sent any. Please take a seat and stay with us. The first mail we are going to review was written by Jayanta Chakrabarti from the city of New Delhi. He sent us a very beautiful message. Dear Voice of Mongolia, first of all, I would like to wish all the wonderful members of the Voice of Mongolia my best wishes and felicitations for a wonderful and enjoyable Lunar New Year of the Dragon 2024. Enjoy your holidays with your family and friends. I appreciate the management authorities and all concerned members for the Voice of Mongolia's program format changeover to a more attractive, dynamic, friendly, and innovative style. The Sunday music show of 18th February 2024 gave a glimpse of the rich and varied culture and sporting activities in Mongolia. The program also highlighted some of the great songs in Mongolia's music scene, which were most enjoyable and entertaining. There was also interesting sports news. Mongolian athletes excelled in various international sporting events. I listened to this broadcast on 12085 kHz frequency at 9 to 9.30 UTC. Reception quality was all four. I would be grateful if my report is kindly verified at your end. I wish the team of The Voice of Mongolia the best of health and happiness. Thank you, Jayanta. We appreciate your kind hearted message. Wish you the best of health and happiness too. The next mail was written by Mr. Bidan Chandra Sanyal, a Voice of Mongolia dear listener. This time he sent us some poems about spring and described the beauty of springtime in India, where he is from. Today I'm writing a slightly different letter. One of the many provinces of our country is West Bengal, where I live. We are in our spring season here now. Today I will try to show a picture of nature in spring. Fugan Chaitra is two months of spring in our cycle. It's the last season of the year. Spring brings the southerly breezes and milder weather. Spring is called the season of youth. With the arrival of spring, nature begins to wipe away its wear and tear. The winter leafless trees have been standing for so long like old women who had lost their youth. Smooth and beautiful grass grows out of the dry soil. Spring comes with the tubing of birds and the abundance of greenery. The nature of rural Bengal was decorated in a new form at this time. The horizon is filled with waves of green rice paddies. As soon as the last pink of the afternoon fades away, the evening stars wink in the distant sky. The sky was full of stars. The cold nature of winter becomes lively with the magical touch of spring. At this time you can spend the night under the open sky. You can sleep wherever you want without being covered. By getting this security from nature, people organize various kinds of events. The congregation started at different places. Wedding ceremonies are organized everywhere in cities and villages. Unfortunately, the duration of the spring season is very short. 
The Falgun Chatra months are considered to be a period of stability, but midsummer fail, falls in Falgun. The depletion of forest in our country has not only led to instability in wildlife, but also in climate. Winter and monsoons have subsided, and summers have increased in intensity. Not only the heat, but the summer season has almost swallowed the spring season. So then we are dying to wipe the sweat and take the cooling air from a... May the spring breeze flow in nature. And yes, shed some light on nature of spring in your country. Thank you. Dear Mr. Bidan, your depiction of spring season in India is very beautiful and precise. I wish I had a chance to visit India during your spring season. In Mongolia, the winter hasn't yet ended. We hope spring will come soon. The next mail is sent by Mr. Juandric Avila Fernandez from Costa Rica. He sent us a very informative message. Dear friends of Voice of Mongolia, best regards to all of you. I hope you are feeling very well and are enjoying good health. I first want to express my great appreciation for this beautiful station that teaches us about the very remote and beautiful land of Mongolia. I do my best to be able to hear the station. However, the signal rather very difficult to hear. Now I will detail the last three direct captures of the station. I listened the January 8th, February 10th and February 18th broadcast at 9 UTC. Simple codes were somewhat between 2 to 4. These reports have an MP3 audio file attached to it. Unfortunately, the reports are now very detailed, since they are limited to the quality of the signal and station identification. I would like the Voice of Mongolia to broadcast its signal towards the Americas again, since it is now too difficult to listen to Voice of Mongolia on its signals from Ulaanbaatar. With all of the above, I say goodbye, wishing you all the best and hoping that these reports, no matter how minimal and concise they may be, can be verified with the QSL card. With the usual respect and esteem, he bids farewell cordially. Thank you, Mr. Fernandez. It's wonderful to see, to see our listeners uh, from all around the world. We will report your request to our authority as soon as possible. Now the next message comes from Mr. Mohammad Akil Bashir from Pakistan. He is a member of the International Radio Listeners Organizations in Pakistan. He writes, Dear Voice of Mongolia English Service Team, I'm writing to extend my heartfelt appreciation for your recent broadcast, which showcased the captivating beauty of Mongolia through both informative segments and enchanting musical selections. Your dedication to providing a comprehensive understanding of Mongolian's culture and cultural affairs, coupled with the inclusion of traditional songs, truly enriches the listening experience. Your team's commitment to excellence ensures a delightful and educational journey for your audience. Thank you for your understanding work in promoting cultural awareness and appreciation. Thank you, Mr. Bashir. We will do our best to reach all our worldwide listeners. The next message was sent by Debashis Go from Kushmandi, India. He listened to our broadcast on the 22nd of February at 9 UTC. He gave us a 43444 simple code as a good remark. Now listening details. Dear Voice of Mongolia, I listen to your program regularly. Today I listen to recent news followed by a musical break and a topic about the One Billion Trees initiative in Mongolia. To fight climate change, 
positive actions such as planting many trees and many other ones have been taken in Mongolia. The broadcast describes those actions beautifully. Thank you, Debashis. We hope you enjoy our program in the long run. Have a great day. The final mail is sent by Mitsaraju Subha Srinivasi Raju from India. We are very fond of our South Asian listeners. They frequently listen to our broadcast and share their impressions actively. Wish, which helps us a lot. Dear Voice of Mongolia, I listen to your English language service, specifically your broadcast on the 19th of February 2024 through the internet. The audio streaming quality was good. I listened to the news and mailbox program. I really enjoyed your program. Thanks to the Voice of Mongolia English service. I would be very nice if you could send me a QSL verification card and some stickers. Thank you, Mr. Majiraju. It's nice to see our mailbox program engaging with our listeners. We will involve as many people as we can in our weekly mailbox program. end of our Monday's mailbox program. Thank you for tuning in to Voice of Mongolian English and I hope you take care until our next program. Goodbye!
That's the end of the program, which comes to you from Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia. The Voice of Mongolia provides half-hour transmission to Southeast Asia at 900 UTC on 12.085 kHz and in Europe at 14.30 UTC on 12.015 kHz shortwave. You can also download the phone application MNB Radio and listen to all the programs of Voice of Mongolia. Your emails and letters are most welcome with your feedbacks and detailed reception report. Please either email them to vom-en at yahoo.com or send them to the English section The Voice of Mongolia, CPO Box 365, Ulaanbaatar 13, Mongolia. Thank you for listening. Bye.